Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Zman Kilala Kol podcast. Specifically in the discussion of the holiday of Sukkot, the Torah in Parshat Re'eh tells us, V'samachta b'chagecha, that you should rejoice on this holiday. And it's not just enough for you to be happy, but you have to make sure that you're happy, your children are happy, your servants are happy. The Levi, the stranger, the uh, orphan, the widow, everyone needs to be happy. In the next Pasuk as well, it tells us, we have to be especially happy. The holiday of Sukkot has this element of Simcha even more so than the other two regalim, more so than Shavuot, more so than the holiday uh, of Pesach. And we know that when we say in our davening, the various insertions for the day, we refer to the holiday of Sukkot as Zman Simchatenu, the time of our happiness. So why is it that it's specifically the holiday of Sukkot that we are so especially happy? There's also, before we get to that, uh, answering that question, there's a famous machlok in the Gemara Masachat Sukkot on Daf Yud Aleph from Abed as to why we celebrate the holiday of Sukkot. Pasuk in Vayikra, Perk Gimel, tells us that we celebrate the holiday of Sukkot, Kiba Sukkot Hoshavti at Bnei Yisrael, Botziyo Tamerit Mitzrayim, that we celebrate the holiday of Sukkot because Hashem put us in Sukkot when He took us out of the land of Egypt. Now, Rabbi Eliezer understands that to be a reference to the Ananea Kavod. When it says that Hashem placed us in Sukkot, in huts, it doesn't really mean huts, it really means the clouds of glory, the protective clouds that Hashem surrounded the Bnei Yisrael with while they were in the desert to pr- protect them from all of the elements of the desert. Rabbi Akiva, on the other hand, understands this pasu kipshuto, simple explanation, that Hashem placed us in actual huts while we were dwelling in the desert after we left the land of Egypt. Now, let's think about this opinion of Rabbi Akiva. The other two regalim, Pesach and Shavuot, they celebrate some sort of miraculous historical uh, occurrence, some sort of big event. On Pesach, we celebrate, obviously, the miracles of Yitziat Mitzrayim. We celebrate the Exodus narrative. And on Shavuot, we celebrate the great miracles that took place and, of course, the great gift, the great event that was Matan Torah, the Jewish people accepting the Torah. So according to Rabbi Eliezer, Sukkot fits nicely into this pattern of celebrating miraculous historical events. You have this Ananea Kavot, the clouds of glory that are protecting the Jewish people throughout their sojourn in the desert. It's a beautiful understanding and a beautiful fit with the other two. However, according to Rabbi Akiva, how does celebrating the idea that Hashem put us in huts, how does that fit into the pattern of our celebrations on the Shalosh Regalim, the three pilgrimage festivals? We celebrate the great miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the great miracles of Matan Torah, and Hashem put us in huts. It seems like it doesn't fit. And one last question. This seem, seems a little bit out of the blue, but the Mishnah in Masach Avot teaches us that Ezehu Ashir HaSameach Bechalko who is considered a person that is rich, someone who is happy with their lot, a person who is happy with what they have. So we asked way back in the day, why is it that the Mishnah specifically uses the word Sameach, a person who is considered ashir, who is considered rich, is the person who is sameach b'chalko. They're specifically, they're happy with what they have. In theory, we could have used a different word. So if, let's say, for example, we know that the term of svi'av, uh, it means to be satisfied. So why don't we say hasovea b'chalko, person who is satisfied with what they have. It's not, the Mishnah is telling us, it's not just a person who is satisfied with what they have. It's specifically a person who is happy with what they have. So we asked ourselves three questions that may not have anything to do with one another, but perhaps it will actually help us 
understand everything. The first question that we asked is, why is there especially an element of Simcha on the holiday of Sukkot, more so than Pesach and Shavuot? Number two, according to Rabbi Akiva, who suggests that we celebrate the, the not the Ananiah Kavod, but we celebrate the actual huts that Hashem put us in, why is that something worth celebrating and how does that fit in with the general theme of celebrating these great miraculous historical events? And last but not least, the wording of the Mishnah, why is it specifically a person is an Ashir if they're Sameach Bechako, if they're happy with what they have as opposed to, let's say, being satisfied with what they have. So we suggested back in 2013 that perhaps we have to fall back on an idea that we've discussed many different times, an idea of the Ramban, where he reminds us that it's important for us to recognize that even though we may define miracles as Hashem going and breaking the rules of nature, breaking the rules of physics, doing things that we humans could not do, uh, that's just a you know small percentage of what a miracle truly is. Because after all, if a miracle is something that Hashem performs, so it should be no different, it should be no more difficult for Hashem to split the sea than it is for Him to have the sea work in the way that we are used to seeing it. Uh, Even though there isn't much that is quote-unquote miraculous about many of the things that we take for granted, in truth, anytime Hashem does something, that is in of itself a miracle. It's no less of a miracle, like we said, for things to work as we're used to uh, than for them to work in a way that we are not used to. Hashem is in control of the world. And the Ramban argues that this is one of the fundamental principles of our belief that everything comes from Hashem and that nature is just miracles that repeat themselves on a timed schedule. But everything, everything that happens in our lives is miraculous in that Hashem allows it to happen and Hashem makes sure that it does happen. Perhaps we could argue that this is how Rabbi Akiva understands the holiday of Sukkot. You're right. The holiday of Sukkot does not specifically celebrate one big historical miracle or set of miracles that took place. Perhaps, argues Rabbi Akiva, we're celebrating all of the miracles that take place day to day, every single minute, every single second, every single day and month and year of our lives. And the fact that Hashem gave us shelter by putting us in actual Sukkot is in of itself miraculous, even if it wasn't clouds of glory. Of course, Rabbi Akiva agrees that there were clouds of glory. It's just not what what we're celebrating. Rabbi Akiva is reminding us that we need to have a holiday where we celebrate everything that happens. And even though there isn't much that's quote-unquote miraculous about some huts that we used in the desert, we realize that it's uh, as special as if uh, the river turned into blood or if the nation of Egypt was overtaken by a bunch of frogs. Since the huts could only provide shelter if Hashem allowed them to, it most certainly is a miracle. So Sukkot, according to Rabbi Akiva, is a holiday that celebrates all of the miracles that we normally take for granted nature, and every day-in and day-out aspect of our lives. If that is the case, so perhaps we can understand why the holiday of Sukkot has an even higher level of Simcha. When it comes to Pesach, when it comes to Shavuot, what are we celebrating? We're celebrating a one-time series of events, a one-time series of miracles. Granted, they're tremendous, and we should celebrate them, and we should express our gratitude and sing songs of praise and, and rejoice before Hashem, 100%. But it's a one-time specific set of miracles. However, according to Rabbi Akiva's approach, if in fact we are celebrating this idea that everything is miraculous and we have to praise Hashem for giving us all of these things, even those which we take for granted, then we can see that it's not just a simcha of something which took place many years ago in the past, but it's a celebration of every single second of my life. Every single aspect of my being I'm now taking the time to remember is truly miraculous in that it comes from Hashem. That doesn't just give me simcha, that gives me simcha yitera, and even 
even higher level, a more constant feeling of simcha. Everything is a miracle, and therefore I'm rejoicing about everything. I'm celebrating all of those miracles, which is obviously going to bring me much more joy. Finally, 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 let's go back to the Mishnah, Masechet Avot, which tells us who is a person who's ashir, who's a person who's rich. It's not a person who's soveya bechelko, who's satisfied with what they have. It's specifically a person who's sameach with their, their chilek, someone who's happy with their chilek. Meaning what? Perhaps this idea of simcha, the simcha that we see on the holiday of Sukkot is the recognition and the celebration of the fact that everything comes from Hashem. That we should never ever take for granted whatever it is that we have, whether it's a lot, whether it's a little, whether it's somewhere in between, whether I want more, whether I need less, does not make a difference. It's a recognition that it comes from Hashem and that is what brings about my happiness. That's what brings about my celebration. So what we see is there is an interrelated theme between all of these questions. According to Rabbi Akiva, we celebrate the great simcha that everything that takes place in our lives comes from Hashem. That brings us an additional amount of joy and a person who's truly sameach, a person who's truly sameach, who can truly recognize that everything is from Hashem and can appreciate it and be happy about it, can thank Hashem for it, that person is truly an in Ashir. That is truly a person who is rich. So on Pesach and Shavuot, like we said, all 100% amazing and wonderful days, days that we should be happy. We're happy about recognizing the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim and Matan Torah. We know that they are from Hashem and we celebrate them. But on Sukkot, we're especially happy, celebrating that everything is from Hashem. Not just one-time events, one-time miracles that took place uh, for the Jewish people, but the day-to-day, every single moment, every single second miracles that takes place. And the Mishnah reminds us that someone who's truly rich is a person who's sameach, who knows, who recognizes that everything is from Hashem, and Hashem provides them with everything that they need, no more and no less. May we learn this lesson of the simcha and the simcha yitera of Sukkot. May we be true Ashirim, true wealthy people who recognize and celebrate the fact that everything is from Hashem, even if it looks mundane, even if it looks plain, even if it's just a simple hut to provide us with some shade and with some shelter. We recognize that that is almost as great a miracle as the splitting of the sea itself. And those of us who can see that, those of us who can celebrate that everything is from Hashem, that every breath that we take, the fact that we can see, the fact that we can talk, the fact that we can walk around, the fact that we can do anything that we do, when we recognize that all that is miraculous, when we can thank Hashem for those things which are seemingly mundane, not only will we be Ashirim, but we will be blessed with Simcha Yetera. Wish everyone a wonderful Yom Tov.